It's time for the Big Nasty Show right here on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Oh, it's Monday. It's Monday. As I was rolling over here, I heard two unusual voices, a voice from the past and a voice from the present on the way in here. The delicious Rashawn Stylings and uh, Trevor Bacon Kelsey. Does that make you the voice of the future? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what I am. I'm sort of I'm sort of like that guy that's out on an island that everybody drives their nice boats by once in a while. I see all the whips y'all roll around in here. I'm over here slumming it, and I'm left out on the island, but... Uh, what, Nick Coffey was out today, buddy. He has a. Hopefully, everything's okay. Yeah, just uh, some uh, other other job uh, reasons. Uh, he just had to go out of town. Uh, you mean kind of quickly? And uh, as a result, can't ask for a better week though. With Louisville we're really only playing one game, and that being on Friday after an eight day layover. So I, that's like the third time. To, he'll be back on with us tomorrow, though. Uh, it's funny you brought that up. I, that's like the third time this year that the Louisville's had like a week long break in second. between. It's like, the yeah. second time, but it's, it happens another time before the season's over, if I'm not mistaken. Well, when the season's over, you have a pretty long break. It's called the off-season. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the regular <laughs> season. But, but, uh, but this is their second eight-game layoff, yes. Yeah, well, how, does, how does this happen? Who's, who's in charge of the scheduling a part of that? A lot of it to do with television reasons. Uh, a, lot, a lot of it's to do with the television uh, television scheduling and, Ratings and things and so, like that. Yeah, They are the national not champions. Not that anybody's really you know falling over themselves to air Louisville at Temple you know, coming up this week. But nonetheless... Because of other games, they want to schedule television reasons. American Americans kind of at the they 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 will do whatever they can to get themselves in into the spotlight. And if it means giving Louisville an eight game layoff, not once but twice. It's uh, kind of what comes along with it. Do you think it's a good thing to have the have the back to back long layoffs? Do you think it's good for for a uh, team to sort of recoup and you know? Uh, it can be. It depends on the team. I think with Louisville's situation, I don't think it's a bad thing. The first one, I don't think affected them too much. Uh, it's a veteran team, experienced team. Yes, they do start. Uh, three new faces on the, in the lineup with uh, Jones and two freshmen. You know, sometimes Rozier and, and Mango, but you know, it's still overall care. a veteran team. And I don't think I think this eight day layover is, is better for the team because you're looking at the Blackshear injury, right? Exactly. But other than that, I don't think it affects this team very much at all. It affected them more if it was a young team like Kentucky, I think. Yeah, I was listening to the inside but, the press box on the way over here. And you guys, you guys were saying about the distinct possibility of it being a four five. Our five four situation, Louisville, Kentucky, depending on how they finish up the season, which would make things real interesting. Could set up a potential second round matchup, which would be very interesting for all the people in these parts. Me personally, I uh, am the owner of number one. My team, the color, the beautiful color orange, is number one. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We got a lot to talk about today, buddy. And, and as usual, there's not nearly enough time to get to it. So um, I wanted to ask you what I normally ask DJ Yates. I'm kind of missing DJ Yates in a sense, but you are a worthy adversary. Well, uh, thank you. You're your worthy replacement or whatever. I've but, only heard that comment followed by eating contest. And never by a female, I'm sure. No. But anyway, um, so we got lots to talk about today. I wanted to know real quick, first of all, is the phone lines open? Because they normally are in 1450. Across the board, 502-384-1450, the, the phone lines are in fact open, right? That they are. We're going to go to the phone line here in just a minute. We're going to have uh, uh, Ron Moquette. Moquette, I believe is how you pronounce his name. He's going to be online. He's going to talk to us. They've been having a lot of bad weather down in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Uh, he's going to talk to me about some horse racing and some all sorts of fun stuff. We had the Beatles. Beatles had the 50-year anniversary last night. I sat at home watching that last night. That was quite uh, entertaining uh, to do. They had lots of guest celebrities coming in and doing cover songs, covering the Beatles and such. And then Paul McCartney and Ringo himself came out and finished and sort of encored the crowd. 
We've got uh, I've got a couple questions for you that I will talk about after we uh, talked with our phone guest. Um, I've got, uh, I want to ask you a question and say uh, that is if you could sit in a chair for an hour and talk to anybody, any person across the board. Who would that be? Uh, that that question goes out to anybody that's listening in, in your cars on 1450 AM or on the crystal clear digital app on 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Uh, who you could, who you would sit in a chair with for an hour if you could sit and talk to anybody and ask them any questions. Um, we want to talk about the top three Beatles songs, considering they had their 50-year anniversary of the Ed Sullivan Show when uh, they first became international successes. You know, it's funny. I've never been, with the exception of the day when, when me and Yates and, and Perrin went at it on the market smart thing, I think that ranks right up there with the same heated argument I got into somebody one a couple months ago when I called the Beatles a, a, once gr- a great band that started as a boy band. <laughs> and, I, and it's true, though. If you think that about was before it, I mean, boy bands, though. That I was mean, before that classification. I, I, for one, have bashed boy bands for the most part. I mean, it's because it's pop music. It's just bubblegum pop. It's not really much intelligence into the writing. Have you seen the new Wahlbergs program? But you listen to, listen to the Beatles' first two albums. I mean, Hold My Hand. I mean, those albums, a lot of those, their songs were boy band bubblegum well, songs. Let's not get too far into it now, because we're going we're gonna to ask you your top three Beatles songs before the program. Then they over. discovered acid, and it was a whole new world. <laughs> So we're going to go. Um, we got some more to talk about today. We've got the top two college freshmen out there in college basketball. Like I said, Syracuse is number one. We got the Olympics underway. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, we're going to do all these things and more. We're going to go right to the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln buzz line. We're going to Hot Springs, Arkansas, where normally it's a little bit warmer this time of year, but the Midwest and the East have gotten uh, uh, ransacked by cold weather, and we're just a part of that. So we're going to go to the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln buzz line. I got Ron Moquette on the line with me. Ron, how you doing today, buddy? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fantastic. I uh, it's uh, you're not missing anything here in Louisville. I can tell you that much. It's it's just as cold as it is there uh, in in Hot Springs. Uh, you've been they've been canceling racing left and right down there. Tell me a little about this. Yeah, we we been, we felt like we were at Sochi. We thought this <laughs> here. We've got the we've got the track set up for the uh, for the fifteen hundred meter, and uh, <laughs> it's. It's been frustrating for all the for all the trainers and the horses are all on the edge, but you know that's just we can't do anything about the weather and these guys are trying really hard to get the to get the track up and rolling for us. So there'll be there'll be a lot of full fields when we start. Now, so is it, is it just because the track itself is froze? Is that what is that what the main thing is? Well, it's, I mean, well, it was it's just one thing after another. But the track being froze uh, was was the main thing. There's we got hit with. Uh, with icy road conditions, and we have a lot of people show up to the races, and the and it's a weird deal where the highway highway police department will kind of ask Oakland to to uh, not operate on dangerous days. And, oh, and I see. Because of the highway system that's close to close proximity to there, I see that's that makes sense, yeah. I guess. But so, what do you? How do you? I mean, you got a horse. You get a horse. Say you. How many horses did you have entered in for that? Like, well, they were closed. Three the last three racing days was did I hear that right? Yeah, it's the last four. We had uh, it's funny. It's like Mother Nature is is not a fan of me being a favorite. Is what I said. Uh, we had uh, we scratched <laughs> twenty horses so far because of the, uh, the the races being called off. We had twenty horses in in the last four days. Oh man! So uh, it started on Super Bowl Sunday to cancel the last six races, and uh, it's it's just been one day after the next. Were you happy with the Super Bowl results? Were you are you a, you a big Seahawks fan, or were you pulling for either one? Man, I, yeah, you know, I'm 
I'm a Dallas fan, so when it comes time to choose one of those two, I, I I can appreciate both teams. But I wanted I wanted my my boy Manning to do better, and I hate that I felt like they had too many players on the other side. Manning looked like they had like thirty defensive. <laughs> you know, Manning's my buddy. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. I uh, so yeah, that was I I was shocked at at best at the uh, at the result of that particular Super Bowl. It was kind of a yawn there towards the end, but uh, so. Uh, so you had to, how many how many horses do you have now down there at at Oakland? Uh, I keep between thirty six and forty, and uh, you know we we pick up a few Arkansas breads while we're here to to compete here because the purses are so great and uh, and some of them they get turned out or or you know don't go with us to the next spot. But uh, we try to keep between thirty six and forty. So how much long the Oakland uh, meet goes until when? April 11th, it's, uh, and you know, it's, it's one of the deals we were talking today, uh, up at the grandstand watching training. And we said, it's one of those things that this is like going through this winter like this. When it comes beautiful time to leave and it's always gorgeous in April, no one will remember this. Everybody will be thinking about how cool the, how beautiful it is and, and they can't wait to get back here. And then, this will be just uh, something we wiped completely out of our memory. Exactly. So, uh, and then from from there in April, you do you come straight up to to a couple couple horses at Keeneland, and, and then back to home base at Louisville. Or? Yeah, we'll go to we'll go to uh, run whatever poly horses I can try to convert, and uh, and then we'll run over at uh, Churchill, concentrating mainly on Churchill. Yeah, that's the that's the. Uh, they're supposed to be. It's, they got some interesting stuff going on this year for Churchill and the wagering and all the pools and stuff like that. I'm gonna have uh, John and uh, and Darren on here before too long. Give me the full rundown on that. So they got this thing this year where you can win like a million dollars if you just pick uh, the show horse or some something crazy like that. And all the prep races. I don't. I don't know what they got going out there. Big baller kind of money. Well, you know they, what I mean? Yeah, they uh, they they're kind of new age stepping on up recently so i'm you know the derby is is a big deal on its own it, it's one of those deals that it doesn't need a whole lot of pushing right uh, people set their calendars around it you know and they, their vacation time and stuff so uh, that other stuff if it makes the marketing people feel good that's fine but they're going to come watch the horses first saturday in may if they have if they just have win place show betting you know yeah exactly so again my my guess is ron McQuit. Uh, Ron, so so who's the uh, who's the biggest who's the big horse in your barn right now? Who's the one you're most optimistic about as far as moving forward? Well, I mean, Gentleman's Bet is uh, is a, is one of my better ones. Uh, now he just right ran in the Breeders' Cup. Uh, for those that don't that are listening that don't know, Gentleman's Bet was j- just running the uh, the Breeders' Cup last last year. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he ran uh, Santa Anita in the Breeders' Cup. He ran third and and ran a good race. Yeah, I, I saw that race. I saw that race. That was a strong. We got right to vote, which is uh, won the Kelly's Landing uh, last year, and then I've got uh, Livy McKenzie, which won the Iowa Sprint for Phillies, uh, the Sailorville. So we it's kind of spread out, you know. But uh, the the big daddy is Gentleman's Bet right now. And so, what's the plan for him? What's the next? When does he? When do we get to see him again? Well, I just did an interview with. Uh, Mary Rampolini of the Daily Racing Forum, and, and I told her, you know, there's, we, we, it seems like we're all part-time weathermen now. Yeah, so well, that's that, true, true. You know, 
weather permitting, there's a there's a forty percent chance or greater of gentleman's bet running in that King Cotton. But uh, you know that all depends on on the weather. Well, and, uh, he's too important for me to to lead over there. You know, just eighty percent ready or whatever, and we've missed some training, so I'll just have to let the let the weather conditions uh, tell me whether or not if we make it. Yeah, and that's and that. This is the first time that it's been this severe at Oakland, if I'm not mistaken. At least in the last five or six years, you know, I, I don't remember. This is my nineteenth year stabled at Oakland Park, and I've never seen anything like it. I've we've had one day or a weekend or whatever, but I've never seen this. Yeah, I know it's 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 crazy. I was just uh, they were they they're talking on TVG about it the other day, and it's, they keep on you know keep on canceling. But the upside to it, the, there is warm weather on the corner, which is nice, and you're going to have full fields probably as early as they run. They're uh, they're they're dark Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at Oakland. Yeah, yeah, and occasionally we pick up a we pick up a Monday on a holiday weekend or right. you know the President's weekend or something like that. But we always uh, um, those are some big days for us here. Uh, every day is a big day for some reason. The fans just they they love it here. I need to get and, down there. That's one of the places I haven't oh, been. Yeah, I'm telling you, it, it is a for a guy that loves horse racing, and I'm a fan, and I, you know, I told people I would do this for free. Yeah, that's it, right. I, that's I, right. I don't tell my owners that. I don't tell my owners, but well, I know yeah, you don't want to. Do, that's not that's not good for business, yeah. Ron. <laughs> this is this is the, what I live for. So I love the Saratogas, and I love opening day at Del Mar, and you know, you know, going to the big races on the marquee days. But day in and day out, you can have a blast with the fans at Oakland. These are some some educated uh, about racing. You walk through the grandstand and you don't, you know, nobody knows me. I look like, you know, just an average anybody, nothing. And I walk through there and there'll be a guy walk up to me and say, how'd your horse pull up out of the third the other day? I thought he was going to win. I'm like, hey, wait, who are you? You have no idea, right? <laughs> well, I tell you, 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 you keep, you keep saying... You keep sending out horses like gentlemen's bet and so forth. Uh, even the even the lesser the lesser lesser handicappers will be uh, hip to who you are. And uh, you know, you said you've been down there for nineteen years. You don't look like a man that's uh, that's old enough to have been at a place for nineteen years. Just so you know, natural spring water. Yeah, that's good good water. Well, listen, we got to take a quick break, Ron. When we come back, I want to ask you. Um, I don't know if you saw the fifty year anniversary of the Beatles, uh, but I wanted to ask you uh, some of your favorite Beatles songs. Uh, of all time, and then we'll talk a little bit about this Winter Olympics that's going on right now, and I wanted to kind of get a feel for uh, if you watch the Olympics, and if so, uh, what your favorite events are. So stay with us. We'll be right back here on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Oh my goodness! Here I go again, buddy. To see you lip syncing to White Snake behind the glass, 
is a orgasmic experience, to uh, say the least. I now hear this. Have you ever seen the movie The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg? I have. Stomach Ward? I have. I didn't, I didn't him see coming it. out to this song, he comes out to this song, and now every time, this song used to have another special meaning from my childhood, now every time I hear it, I get goosebumps because I picture him coming out from that tunnel. It's awesome. <laughs> well, oh, man, I tell you what. Uh, next week, we'll have some different music stylings. <laughs> no, no. It's, wh- it's White Snake, all you can take. <laughs> all you can eat, White Snake. So uh, we've gonna go, we're going to go right, right out of the commercial break, right back into the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line. That's 384-1450. You can call it at any time. It's always open. That's brought to you by Oxmoor Ford Service. That's the free shuttle service and clean, comfortable customer lounge oxmoor ford service you can go over there take your car in um they got the quick lube service and you can get it done while you're listening to the wi-fi big screens they can take you over to the mall it's hard to beat that offer you get your car worked on while you're at the mall you come back it's already finished for you so if you can't listen to us live in your car here locally in louisville you can listen to us anytime on 1450thesportsbuzz.com in crystal clear digital quality uh that's on any of the smartphone apps or the itunes store you can find that it's powered by insuremax that's chad and allen hennessy you can call them at 479-4085 for all your home auto and life insurance needs which i like i said we're going to go right back to the oxmoor ford line i've got uh, ron mcquay with me ron you still with us yes thanks for staying with us there buddy so we're going to talk a little bit um first of all a couple things about the horse racing and then we'll get into that uh, we'll get into the beatles and the olympics that we we're going to talk about um i saw some video the other day of your shed row where you were actually taking advantage of the large indoor space and doing a little little uh little workout a little galloping maybe yeah that's uh it's a we call it shed rowing, and here on whenever the track is frozen or anywhere that you'd want to do that, if you can coordinate it with everybody in your barn, with me, I'm lucky I'm the only one in my barn. So uh, you can, you know, we put a uh, we put a lot of a lot of, uh, uh, of material down so that it's good on their feet, and uh, we we can get them going pretty quick in there. Can't breeze them in there, but you can get you can get you can get them pretty pretty good, right? We joke around that we we call in the times like we're going to work, you know, from the stall seven to stall forty. So, <laughs> so, but, uh, so has any have you has have you had any accidents? Had any issues with that? Like Jock got thrown. Knock on wood. Yeah. No, <laughs> knock on wood. We uh we kind of imagine as you can imagine we handle these things with kid gloves and and oh, yeah. uh, you're always at risk of an accident. So we try to do everything precautionary to keep it from happening. So you're and uh, so these aren't cheap animals. No, no. Uh, <laughs> no. So. More importantly, it's not even the cost of them. It's it's what we would do if we hurt one. You know, it's just it it runs it runs your day. It's one of your kids. You know. Oh yeah, I, I can only imagine. So, and then the other day I was looking on the social medias, and um, it's it's a whole new world. Everybody, we're all on the social medias now, and everybody's sort of connected in that sense. And I saw a video that you posted. Um, you had a, a, a there was a a girl on her back porch. And she did this sort of, I like to call it like twerking routine with a little dancing, yeah. a little, little this and that. And you put out a proposal. Yeah. You, you you sent out a proposal and you said, um, basically, uh, anyone that, that d- does this for me or performs this for me, you're going to give them a reward. I think it was $100 is what I saw. Um, unfortunately, I'm in Louisville, or I would have come down and did what our, <laughs> our, our friend Greta apparently uh, decided to do. I, I saw the video. If, if this was a TV show, I would show the video. But uh, uh, So yeah. Greta shows up, and uh, she sent you a text and said, look out your front window. Is that what, is that what I gathered? Yeah. You know what's funny is that, first off, 
it, the, even the backstory to that real quick is I was miserable. I had four or five horses that I thought was live, and anytime you get a chance to run at these big purses, you want to win. And, and when we called off races, I was just miserable. So I got on Facebook, and I saw this deal where this lady was teaching people how to do this dance to kind of like the hustle. Yeah, to, uh, yeah exactly. Happy. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And I, yeah, I said to myself, you know, this ought to be, make me happy because I'm so depressed about the loss of revenue. And I said, if anybody will come up to me at any point today just having fun, you know, I said, if you come up to me and do this dance, it'll make me happy and I'll give you $100. It'll be worth it. <laughs> and, you know, it become a huge deal to where I'm walking in to get a haircut and somebody's doing the dance. <laughs> I'm going to the they're doing the dance. I'm, I'm like, hey, we've already had a winner, and I don't have any more money, so stop. But, uh, <laughs> right, right. You gotta make. You don't want to make good on it. It's like you already got somebody. So, uh, yeah. Man. Well, Greta has been. She works for us and helps us, you know, and she gallops a lot of the horses and works a lot of the horses. So she don't even. I didn't even know she was on Facebook. And the next thing I know, I'm getting a text, and it says, "Go to your window." And I go out there, and it's twenty, or I go to the window. It's twenty-two degrees outside, <laughs> and this. This girl is out there doing this dance to a team. To a t- I spot on, spot on. I, I watched it. You know, Greta, Greta's a distant. You know, she knows who I am. I know who she is. Uh, she seems like a really yeah. cool, cool cat, though. She seems like a cool girl. Yeah. Uh, but she, to a T, like you said, it was uh, spot on. It was it, it, twenty-two. It was uh, twenty-two degrees outside. <laughs> she did it eighteen minutes after I posted the video. Ah, uh, so now I, I guess what you probably should have done is sort of done your rebuttal and and do your rendition of it to send back to her. And I think that would make it. Yeah. A, well, yeah. 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 That's, uh, you don't that's got those, <laughs> you don't have those kind of moves. I'm huh, wrong. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm like rhythmically challenged, I guess. <laughs> <is the> word. <laughs> so, um, so last night, uh, I don't know if you saw or not on sort of a different note last night, they honored the Beatles for their 50 year anniversary of their Ed Sullivan show, a, a performance, which was like their launching. I pad. Did you? Yeah, it was a pretty. It was pretty impressive. Some of the some of those acts that were on there and stuff. Well, I watched it. I watched it too. As here and there, I was going back and forth between it and the Olympics, which is the two topics of our our uh, questions here. Um, so I wanted you uh, to kind of think back along. The, I mean, uh, were, are you a big Beatles fan to start with? Are you a big Beatles? You know what? It's weird. It's the Beatles for me because I'm a younger guy. You know, I wasn't born when they were on Ed Sullivan, but it's kind of weird. They've been sneaky in your life through, uh, you know, revolution, like being on a Nike commercial and a lot of the music. Uh, Endorsements and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, here's the thing. Last night when I'm watching this, I was amazed at just how many songs I knew every word to. Right. It's like just... I've never told it. I've never owned an album. That, and and that's exactly how I am. I, I own the White Album. That was my only. Be, Bacon, any any Beatles albums in your collection? Uh, uh, <clears> you I, know what? I had Abbey Road and I had the Greatest Hits albums, too. Oh, you had, so you had two. I had the, uh, the Yellow Submarine, and, and I really I really like their individual things, too, with, uh, you know, Paul McCartney and Wings. Oh, that's I, I I actually in some ways like the Wings better than I did some of the later Beatles stuff. To be perfectly honest with you, I said that earlier in front of some people that did watch the Beatles and talked about how the, their their family. Uh, one of the van agents here said, "My my mother called me in and said, hey, the Beatles are on.'" And you know, he and when I said I liked Paul McCartney and the 
you know, in the wings, he said, well, you should go punch yourself in the face. <laughs> wow. Well, don't, don't tell him about what I just said, because I'm, I'm with you on that. I think the wings, I think the yeah. wings were some of his better stuff. But uh, so give me just, yeah. a, just, just kind of a loosely, uh, a loose interpretation. I'm going to ask our, our engineer, Trevor, first, and then uh, I'll get to, I'll go to you. And then I'll say just a couple of your favorite Beatles songs. Trevor, you go ahead first with the, uh, with your, like maybe top two or three Beatles songs of all time. Uh, if we go in order, I would say uh, probably number three would be uh, I'm the Walrus for me. I'm the Walrus. I always, huh? always was an I'm Walrus fan. All right, give me a, give me number three for you, Ron. Uh, probably Helter Skelter. Nice. Yeah. There's a good call, too. Uh, I'm going Paperback Rider with my third Beatles song. My, my number one overall Beatles song is actually Mellow, but we'll get to that in just a second. So number two for you, Bacon in the Booth. So is mine, actually. My number two, uh, Day in the Life of. Love the Day in the Life. Day in the I, Life I of. Give me a little bit. Something in the way. Woke up this morning, woke up, rolled out of bed. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. All right. Went downstairs to have a smoke. Nice. I got you. <laughs> I, got, I got it. Uh, Ron Mocat, give me your second, uh, give me your, another, a second Beatles song that you admire. Um, Revolution. There we go. Um, I think that's kind of like a, a theme song for anybody that wants to, you know, get something started. I love that. One. That's a good, and that's that's probably Lennon's. That might be Lennon's apex for me personally. So, yeah. so that's number two. So number one overall Beatles song for you, Trevor. You know, it's funny. He he says that. Revely, I read a story about this one time where Lennon hated that song, and McCartney loved it. And McCartney just to spite Lennon put Revolution on the album. Just to, just, to a, just, just to give him a big, you know, F you, and it became a greatest hits, yes. Speaking is, of that, speaking of that, did you see the, that crazy lunatic Yoko Ono at the, the I mean, she was, a, she was a hippie dancing like they did at the Dead Shows, noodle dancing is what I call it, broccoli dancing. Yeah, so, I'd like to see her post, I'd like to see her post-race drugs. No, are you kidding? We call it the Chris Farley autopsy. I yeah, that's we, it. Or the, or the, we can we can now call that the Philip Seymour <laughs> Hammond. So, uh, all right. So, number one for me, uh, Blackbird. I was oh, a big fan of Blackbird. It's, that's kind of trendy though, but for me, maybe it's so. one of the slower, not as popular as some of the other two I mentioned. But that was always my favorite. Okay, Ron Moquette, you got your number one. Yeah. Hey, Jude. And nice. That's like, you know the uh, the reason I like that one is opposite of what your engineer said this was paul mccartney basically writing it about you know his son spending or john lennon's son spending the majority of time with him yeah and it was like it was kind of like a slap in the face you know or kind of like towards his son and i thought that was pretty cool if you listen to the meaning of it yeah it's, that's uh, it's, it's cool. well i thought it was a nice touch for both ringo and, and paul mccartney at the end of the show Last night they they kind of gathered together. And how young do these guys look? Ringo looks like he's thirty. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I thought I thought we were both looking pretty good for our age, but I mean, come on, that's that's ridiculous. And Paul McCartney, for that matter, he's got what is Paul McCartney? Sixty years old? He's got to be I in his sixties. He, no, he's seventy-two. Paul McCartney, seventy-two years old. Yeah, yeah, I think we're seventy-two and seventy-three. Unreal, unreal. Well, just for for the for the record, my number one overall song is. Uh, not one of their more popular songs, but it's it's mellow and it's shortened to the point, which is kind of the way I do things. Uh, uh, don't let me down. Don't oh, let yeah. me yep. down. It's just got that's kind of like an all-purpose life song. You I know? like how none of us picked the pre-LSD era Beatles. No, everything so is we, after they discovered <laughs> drugs is what we all. Well, it's, we'll 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 stay away from that. We'll leave that for another one. So let's talk. Let's uh, uh, that's our Beatles wrap up there. <laughs> so uh, so are you a big fan? Do you watch the Olympics at all, Ron? You watch it at all? You know what? I'm going to be honest. I watch 
some Olympics on the, the Winter Olympics, and the reason is, is I've been raised in the South. We don't have a lot of that sport, but I do like some of the people that's in it. I like the, you know, I, I, I like that Apollo Ono guy. I think he's class, and he's obviously a professional, and I do like to watch speed skating, uh, and, you know, I don't, I like watching the, the skiing stuff, and I wish I was more educated about it, and I root for America no matter what, but you know, obviously, being raised down here, we're more into, you know, bass fishing and NASCAR and horse racing. I, I tell you what, and all that stuff is all that stuff is getting ready to come full circle. I mean, hopefully you'll be back yeah. racing, racing strong. So, yeah, I was just – this kind of the general thought for me this year, the, the Olympics so far, and maybe I just haven't got into it because I'm over winter, but the Olympics has kind of been a little bit of a drag this year. It hasn't been really all that exciting. Bacon, I don't know, are you, are you with me on this or – it's kind of. I don't watch Winter Olympics. The closest thing to Winter Olympics I would watch is uh, rewatching Cool Runnings with John Candy. Nice. That's about Do you make a bobsled team? So yeah, that's fun. And stuff. until they add basketball, which is a winter sport, to the Winter Olympics, then I would maybe watch some Winter Olympics stuff. Golf but, is coming back in the Summer Olympics this year. I don't know if that means. Yeah, anything. I don't watch it when it plays. <laughs> you don't, don't watch it anyway. So. Anyway, <laughs> I tell you what, I would like. I to- would watch. I would watch if you could get that sprinter from Jamaica doing something. I mean, if you could uh, <laughs> put him. Put Usain Bolt doing something on the snow. That's a fast man. That is a fast brother right there, man. I'm telling you what, that boy. You know, he. I think he was toying with people when he lost. But uh, anyway, so I'm. It's interesting. We'll see what goes down with the Olympics. It's. It's always nice to to see they. The, I bet the Koshi don't get a reinvite. No, 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 man. They got they they got plumbing issues and stuff backing up and bad food and all sorts of stuff, man. People getting getting uh, hacked. Their accounts getting hacked as they land and everything else. It's been kind of a kind of a bit of a crapshoot over there, man. So. Kind of like it's been down in Oakland these last few days. So let's hopefully we get some warm weather coming around the corner for you. You get those guys, those entries that you had slated that didn't get to, to run. Hopefully they to come back and find the right spots for them. They got a pretty pretty random, pretty open card down there as far as places to find your horses. So hopefully, yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. And that's one thing is is that, you know I'm I'm always thankful for the opportunity and that I get to do this every day and we get the people to you know that. They, that are interested in the same thing I am. And, you know, at the end of the day, we wake up, we play with beautiful animals. So uh, it doesn't get any better than that, even on cold weather. Beautiful, beautiful, inexpensive, and cheap animals like we talked about before, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ron, yeah uh, Ron, it's always nice to talk to you, buddy. Uh, I will, if I don't get a chance to get down to Hot Springs this year, which doesn't look too good, uh, I will see you back here for Keeneland and Churchill in the spring when the weather gets warm and you don't have to worry about all that cancellation crap okay well you've got a lot of lot of louisville people down here so you ought to you ought to make it a make it a trip i know friday night or saturday it would be like going back to to a college reunion if i went down there i'm sure of it i i I, it's almost sacrilegious i haven't been down there yet but uh oakland park they race thursday friday saturday and sunday i think right yeah but make it on i tell everyone there's only like the town only holds it, it I think census said like eighteen thousand people or whatever, and there's going to be forty on Saturday, so oh, there'll be forty thousand people there. So I don't know where they go at night, but they don't stay here. So, yeah, well, uh, if, I know if it's you guys a... come on a Saturday. You will enjoy it. It's it's uh, kind of a less formal Keeneland. I love it. I love it, Ron. Thanks for your time, buddy. I will talk to you soon. Okay. See ya. Bye. See you, bud. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break here on the Big Nasty Show. We're gonna come right back. We got a few things to wrap up. There's apparently some homosexual activity gonna be in the NFL next year. Fourteen fifty the sportsbuzz.com.
trumpet singing in the dead of night. Take these broken wings and learn to fly all your life. You were only waiting for this moment to arise. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. I'm not sure if I can handle any more of the Trevor Bacon Kelsey lip syncing to the Beatles. Incidentally, that's one of the ones we we forgot. No, this this is a day in the life of. This oh, this is my, okay. This so my so two, your, yeah. your rendition was not very clear to me. No, I, so. I, I, the, the version I sang oh, of it was man. a little later on when it speeds up a little bit. But think about this: fifty years. Beatles are always into the conversation of the top of ever. Beatles are always in the conversation best ever. If you see musical acts. You hear, you hear Michael Jackson, you hear Beatles, you hear Led Zeppelin, you know, maybe the Grateful Dead, I, I, depending on who you're talking to. But the Beatles are always in the conversation. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, I would so, throw Led Zeppelin in there too. Is another another Led Zeppelin, era. of course, absolutely. So, but then you gotta you, you gotta multiply, you gotta combine it with what's popular today, and you think you know uh, you know Jay Z, obviously Tupac of hip hop. Uh, you just put Jay Z and Tupac in the same category as the Beatles and Led Zeppelin. Well, Are you crazy? I, I, well, You've because, lost your mind. Well, I'm talking music, not just one genre. You though. have lost your mind. They have got now. Jay Z has got his hands on everything, so yes. that may be part of he may be part of the discussion because of that. But he's not as relevant as 50 years. Jay Z's only been around for 15, 20 years. Well, and Tupac didn't have a shot to have. Well, no pun intended. Didn't well, have a chance. Yeah, well, exactly. To even make it along that far along, uh, but I mean, allegedly, neither did well, neither uh, the Beatles. I mean, who knows what would have happened to the Beatles if you know if uh, the Jody Foster stalker doesn't pull the trigger. Wow, out. interesting. No, so Jody Foster that was the guy who tried to shut Reagan. Uh, no, it was um, I forget who shot. I okay. his name Mark something. Yeah, who so, killed Lennon back yeah. in the and Tupac may not be dead. Well, we, we don't know that yet. John Lennon might not but be this, dead. He this, may this, be hanging out with them somewhere. Right, hanging out, no pun Doing intended. lines off a glass oh, window. Yes. I, back in the day when those sort of things happened, they don't mess, they don't mess with any of that anymore. No, no. Uh, on that note, we have a couple couple questions. First of all, I'll, get, I'll come right back to this question. I'm going to ask you, if you could sit in a chair that overlooked the ocean and talk to any person for an hour, who would that person be for Trevor Bacon Kelsey or anybody else that wants to call in on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line, 384-1450? You can sit in the chair and talk to anybody. Don't think of it yet. I'll get right back to you that. Well, I have a quick stipulation. Is, is it, does it have to be alive still? No, anyone. Okay. It, could be, it could be deceased or alive, presently, whatever, whoever it is that you would love to talk to for an hour. We'll get right back to that in a second. On the note of the cocaine and all that stuff we were talking about, they busted these kids in New York the other day. Eight million dollars worth of heroin as a direct result of this um philip seymour Hoffman. Hoffman. uh they found these they found they found eight million dollars worth of co- of heroin it was in an oven, they a were, big oven it was bricks that's not that 
actually it was just a normal size oven and they were in little like baseball card sleeves all the little baggies that's what they call the heroin from what i understand baggies uh-huh. um seem to have this lingo down d- pretty d- well well i mean i, I it, it's been a long bumpy road not bad it's been a long bumpy road i'm clean and sober as we speak that's as you see what what am i what drinking? long strange trip it's been is what you're trying <laughs> to tell me what i drink here buddy clear yeah, agua. That's all I drink. That's all I do. I have a feeling if I go in there and take a taste of it, like Tommy Chong, and it might be, be, be vodka. It's no, vodka, I, man. I can't have this level of focus on vodka. You understand what I'm saying? So, eight million dollars worth of heroin was seized in this latest raid, uh, and a lot of it was because of the, the Philip Seymour Hoffman. He had fifty, and it's eight million dollars of illegal drugs. Eight too. million dollars, <laughs> man. Oh man, I tell you what, just give me, give me a million dollars worth of stuff. I don't care. I'll make it work. So, anyway. So if you could be, uh, if you could sit there and talk to anybody, you could sit beside anybody for an hour and ask whatever questions you wanted to do, do whatever you wanted to with, who would uh, Bacon Kelsey pick? Uh, I'd probably go John Wooden. Uh, if I get to pick wow. deceased. Wow, wow. On, uh, on a sports radio show, you would pick John Wooden. That's interesting. Yeah. That's I'm chalky. No shock, huh? That's a little chalky. It's, uh, a, little, it's a little cliche. If, but, I, if uh, I didn't go deceased and I went with live. Maybe actually- John Wooden? I'd you, probably, wouldn't, you wouldn't rather like Bobby Knight in that conversation? No, because I think a little more spunk, be, a little. No, wouldn't it be more fun to pick his brain with all the, the cliches? He was a genius. It, he was it, a genius. But basketball was different back in then. In terms of you? sports, Vince Lombardi would be very close. Oh, there's him. a good one. There's Play a good quotes. one. But if, if it's somebody living and Just not sports-related. It's anything. It's any person. Uh, their 1A, 1B, and 1C would be probably Kevin Smith, my favorite movie director and writer. I, I, of Mallrats. Mallrats, Clark, Chasing Clark. Amy. You know, he's working Red on a new State. project right now. His, he's doing his last movie, which You're is... Right. Uh, it's a slapstick type movie. It's about. It's supposed to be based off Wayne Gretzky's life. I'm sitting down. But talk, a comedy version. I'm sitting down and I'm putting my arm around Michael Jordan. See, I I, I would do Jordan I, because I'd want to kick him in the in, in the crotch. I just don't like Michael. Jordan. Well, you weren't a big Jordan fan. No, no, I wasn't. But I'm just. He's probably the most iconic person in sports. If if I went sports, that's the way I would go. If I went other than sports, I would probably sit down with Jerry Garcia. Yeah, just because Jerry Garcia. Uh, That'd be like having a conversation with the or Tommy Ro- Chong character off seventies show. You know, Robert think. Plant would merit Robert Plant. Wait, I mean, really, Robert Plant would, okay. would merit would merit a, po- a possible yeah. part of the equation. I remember when I was at Forecastle this year. I it was so hot at Forecastle, I was sweating from head to toe. He came out on stage and they opened with what was one of my favorite songs, "Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You." They opened with that at Forecastle. I got chills combined with that head to toe sweat. It was the weirdest the weirdest feeling I've ever had. I've seen a lot of concerts in my in, in my short lifetime, and I went to a phase where I went to a lot. Of, I mean, I've seen a lot of great historical bands, and uh, one of my favorite concerts still to this day is probably Page and Plan. I saw them in '98 when they did their Walking on the Clarksville tour, and they did they played. I mean, literally three hours. I heard about that, and it was I heard one about of the that tour. best shows I've ever seen. And I great. I was I was thinking the seventh or eighth row, right? And they're great old seats, and they're old out there just getting it. And it was just, I mean, three, str- I mean, almost three hours of, of just, and, and clearly there was material you still could probably play four hours worth of, of material they I have. Yeah, I think Robert Plant would probably jump up. It'd be Garcia or Plant would be the one if we were talking music. Or, or, or if I had to pick one person, I have to. I, I'm going to go ahead and just say it would probably be would would be Robert Plant, just because of all the stuff he's seen and the generations that he's seen said things. Yeah, I don't know musically if I who I would pick. I mean, obviously sports and then like I said Kevin Smith too. I'm, I just I have a huge man crush I idolize on in terms of his, Speaking of man crushes. But in music, it would be hard to pick one. Maybe that's Prince tough. only because I love Prince. Ooh, that's a good one. Prince Michael Jackson even. Cuz Prince yeah. is so AWOL now. Yeah, so is Michael Jackson. Yeah, well, was. Michael Jackson's passed away, but Prince is so like AWOL off the off the reservation. So. I'd love to just hear some of the things he would Speaking say. Speaking of man crushes, um do you remember when like it wasn't even politically correct to say gay? 
on TV or on the air of any kind. It was well, unless you were referring when the first word before it was Rudy. Oh, interesting. But <laughs> well played, but uh, not what I'm it's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So as you've heard all day and all the, the, yesterday, uh, Michael Sam from Missouri has come out nationally and publicly and said that I'm homosexual. homosexual and, Appropriate uh, term. Uh, right. But they're on ESPN. They're saying gay. They said gay left and right today. Yeah, I was well. sitting there watching. I was like, wait a second. I remember as as recent as like two years ago, even the, the, the reference – the word gay was not really politically correct. You couldn't even say it. It's there's a lot less. There's a lot more words that they would frown upon more so. Right. Yeah. It's it's a little it's a little bit derogatory in in the meaning. It's so. a huge it's a huge step though in terms of just so, society so me, in general. Let me present this as this type of question because I personally don't care what anybody's sexual orientation is. I I could care less. You see, I carry myself in a very sort of feminine way, but also sexual uh, metrosexual way. I've always got the goods on. I'm not being confused with Metro Station. <laughs> Metro Station. We heard that one. I heard, uh, yeah. So, uh, so if you're uh, if you're coach and you're recruiting for the NFL, um, does this does this put him down uh, uh, a round or two in terms of the draft? I think there will be he's some a four things, to five. I, I think that there will, he's projected to be somewhere between second and fourth round. And I mean, he's uh, I, heard four, I heard four or five. I mean, he's, he's on the smaller side. He's 6'2", 256, which is a little small for your pass rushing. He played some de- defensive uh, end, line, defensive line, He too. was a defensive end. That's why he was led to led to SEC in sacks, was co-defensive player of the year. I mean, his resume is pretty good. So, uh, But he was does second he to fourth round pick. Does it? Yeah, I think there's going to be some teams that do. I think, I think so, gonna, too. I agree 100%. There I will be a couple teams in that third or fourth round that, that, that might pass on him because of that, and that's wrong. I mean, you know what? That type of thing, reason though, is if they do that, you know, I hope they draft a guy that's a total bust. Because absolutely, absolutely. There's no reason that, that, that that should have any. It should be just like step. Vegas. What state? What, what happens on the field stays on the field. What happens behind or off the field stays off the field. Well, I mean, he's the first one that we know now going into right. you, his career. But there's been homosexual football players. A great football, a football life that to do on uh, NFL Network did a great one on. Um, the tight end Smith from the Redskins, who was very, you know, who unfortunately passed away from AIDS in '82, but was, you know, was in the well closet, known for being homosexual amongst his teammates. But he wasn't out publicly. No, he did. He did. That's why he, he did is... do an article at the Washington Post, but he was, uh, was his name was not involved in it, even and, though he did the interview. And we're running out of time, so I want to just touch on a couple of a uh, couple quick topics here. First of all, uh, I wanted to, to congratulate Jimmy Walker. He won at Pebble Beach this weekend in a in a, a route, and then he, they almost got to him. The he, whiskey guy. No, not oh. not not Johnny Walker. Oh, this is but, this is Jimmy Walker. Who, the guy that's a who's, who's, He's won three tournaments in the first five tournaments of the season, and he's overwhelming FedEx Cup leader. So just don't the don't, guy from the '70s show, right? Hey, Dynamite! Dynamite no, yeah. no, no, no different person. Oh. All the baseball teams have reported. Pitchers and catchers were there first, and now all the players are there. By yeah. the end of the weekend, they'll all be in full swing. Uh, the baseball games actually start in about two weeks. They do their first spring training games, which I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to go see the Blue Jays. Actually, I'm going to see Phillies, Blue Jays, uh, Detroit, and Pittsburgh. I'm going to all four of those camps. Uh, which unfortunately leads me into my next part of the equation. I will not be with you next Monday because I've got to go down there and check out some spring training goodness, deliciousness down in. Uh, Clearwater, Florida area, and so forth. Up next, we got Matt Dennison's out at IU Sports Report out at Tucker's. Uh, Grenadier, it's the Grenadier. Grenadier yeah. Sports Report starts with Matt Dennison here in just a moment. Uh, we'll be back at you not this following Monday, but the following Monday after that, and we're going to have a new music list for you to play. Beatles free. <laughs> See you soon.
coat 